Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. All right, everybody, wake up after a boring Super Bowl here in the morning. Zach, very angry with me for that statement here. ESPN 680, 1057. It is Rabo and Co. I'm Louis Rabo at Radio Louis. On Twitter, you can find the station at ESPN 680. And of course, hanging out with Zach Cantrell. Gotcha till noon. We'll get you through the week here. Uh, 10 to noon, two hours at a time. How about that? Zach, good morning. Uh, Mr. Super Bowl, how was, how was your, your evening and how did you end up taking in the Super Bowl? Well, I went, ended up at the Mag Bar because they, they, oh, okay. they had $5 all you can eat. And uh, believe me, I took full advantage of that. And uh, probably feeling a little worse for wear as a result. But you that you was a watched great... a football game at the Magnolia Bar. Yes, they had a big. How eight, about they that? had a big eighty-inch projector you are, TV? We all you are a back. Louisville hipster, and you've only been here a year and I a know. month. How about that? Look yeah. at you. We I'm had a good crowd there. How about that? How about that? Yes. That's actually, I really like Mag Bar. That's a good. Spot. It's a great. That's spot. a great spot. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. I and the whole uh, we're gonna. You're already starting with the, this is a bad Super Bowl. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to fight. <laughs> we're right? going to fight. That's right. There you go. Let's fight. All right. I, I, I Look, everybody's going to do Super Bowl. Uh, is it okay if I start with Kentucky basketball? Or do I have to do the Super Bowl today? A serious question to one Zach Cantrell. Come on. You got to start with Super Bowl. Fine. We'll start with the Super Bowl. And this is the guy who does UK postgame. But I got to start with the Super Bowl. Dude, the Chiefs were bums, and they still won a Super Bowl. Is the analysis, yes. The analysis is the rest of the league is wholly screwed because they were not good yeah, this year. They have no receivers. Their <laughs> offensive line was okay, and all Patrick, of their issues, all of their issues from the regular season popped up last night, and they were still fine. And Patrick, terrible snaps. Pa- Patrick Mahomes is officially passes. a top five quarterback of all time. Period. Not even close. The only Period. guys ever that have done what he's done three Super Bowls, three MVPs are Tom Brady and Joe Montana, the two greatest quarterbacks of all time. And was there any doubt whatsoever? When Mahomes went on the field at the end of regulation and in the overtime, was there any doubt that they were going to score? None. Every meme I saw, every post on the internet was about, oh, Mahomes is getting the ball. We know what's about to happen. It's over. That is the highest praise you can get. Yeah, that's the ultimate praise that for a quarterback. It. That's it. Is that everyone just assumed he was going to get the job? And he did. Yes. He did. He just did. Sometimes it's that simple. At what point did you actually know the overtime rules, Zach? I knew the full. I knew the overtime rules. I knew that both teams were going to get the ball. Right. I was not fully sure that, of the restarting the game yes. sort of nature. Because my now. right. Yeah, of yeah. course, we always think overtime. If the clock runs out, the game is over. And I didn't know until late that that if Kansas State still had the ball and the clock would have ran out, they would have kept going. But then I don't. So, but I knew 
something right away. But you away. like that, right? Yeah, but you, I knew something right away, and I told people this at the time. The 49ers, as soon as they won the coin toss, they should have done what college, defer. you do in college football. Defer. You defer. 100%. Because you've got to know what you, you got to do when you get the ball. I agree. I agree. Ugh. And the 49er players didn't know the overtime rules. And the Chiefs practiced the overtime rules for months. Do you know who gets bailed out from last night? Do you remember when Donovan McNabb didn't know the overtime rules and he got crushed yeah, get, yep. for it? Oh, yeah. Okay, the other part of this about the overtime rules, and it's funny that this is what we're talking about. Do, were you able to hear the broadcast at Magbar? Yes. Okay, so you heard how bad Tony Romo was last night? I thought Tony Romo was good. Actually. There it is. Okay. Do you know why you thought that? Why? Because you are in, you are tre- entrenched on the Tony Romo train. Not entrenched, but... You're entrenched. <laughs> he was bad last night, Zach. It's okay. It's okay. He was bad. He talked over the winning play at the Super Bowl... Zach. Well, he did. Have, he was explaining to people <laughs> that didn't they didn't need know. To. Yeah, they, I think he did. We, well, there was enough people that didn't know the rule what? that he kind of needed no. to tell them. By then, Jim Nance had said it three times. Tony Romo just wasn't listening. It's okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I hosted with Dan, there were times I would just zone out and say the same thing as Dan because he would talk for like six minutes. I think that's what Tony Romo was doing last night. It's I, okay. And I don't. I get, don't make eighteen million dollars a year. Yeah. That's the difference. <laughs> and I don't get the whole people are like, oh, he ruined the winning moment like no he explained what happened on the play that's what i want him to do so i was doing this talk with someone yesterday four three seven nine six eight ups jobs text line appreciate the early text here to to rabo and go uh texter saying the analysis is that shanahan is the most overrated coach in the nfl i want to talk about that yeah we got to get into that and i don't know if it's that kyle shanahan is is overrated i think the 49ers are just built for the regular season and not for the playoffs I don't think only because if you're built on running back rather than on quarterback, you are built for the regular season. Yeah. And I, and I think they're built to win a bunch of games and be really competent on defense and have a great running game. But Brock Purdy for as good as he's been, if you're going to win against a team like Kansas city, you need someone a level above that. So you're describing the Ravens, kind of. Except <laughs> you really did. The Ravens I, are built very similar to the 49ers, and we saw what happened. I, I think except that's, Lamar's better. Lamar obviously. is better than Brock Purdy, but he is a regular season quarterback. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan did the thing that I've talked about that he always does in these kind of games. He mm. coaches one way to get the lead, and then once he gets the lead, right, yeah. he changes up. They were running the ball down Kansas City's throat. They, they got up 10 to nothing, and then it's all of a sudden like he forgot that Christian McCaffrey is the best player on the field, and he decided to have Brock Purdy throw the ball 40 times, which he's yeah. not built to do. Brock Purdy is a good quarterback, but he's not a guy that should be throwing 40 times. Kyle it, Shanahan yesterday in the second half turned into – Jeff Brom at Pittsburgh this year. Yeah. Throwing the ball when he didn't need to. Now, Shanahan can't – it's not his fault that his special teams blew the game, you know, with the muff punt hitting the, off the guy's leg, and then Jake Moody. who That was really – when he first dove after the ball, I thought, what a moron. Yeah, and, and then I'm, you saw the replay. Right. He I'm had like, to. Wow, he had to. But the other part is – Jake Moody. He made two 50-plus-yard field goals. Yeah. They, set, they set the Super Bowl record twice. He twice. made set the record, and then Harrison Bucker set the yeah. record. He makes two 50-yard field goals. He kicks an extra point so low that the, the, uh, the analyst, Jay Feely, said they didn't block it. He just kicked it super low, yeah. which is what happened. That's bad. And that makes all the difference in the world because then it's yep. a four-point four game, point game as opposed to a three-point game. Yep. Uh, texter asking you, Zach, is San Fran the new 90s Bills? Yeah. It's close, right? Oh, here's a stat for you. You know how many times Christian McCaffrey touched the ball in the third quarter when they were still – it was 10-3 to 3, San Francisco to start the quarter. Two? One. Ugh. They went from up 10-3 to down 13-10. Ugh. 
that's baffling. That the best player in the game got the ball one time in the third quarter. I, that, there, there went all your momentum. They, the third quarter started with Mahomes throwing an interception. They had a chance to extend that lead out to 17-3 and change exactly how this game plays out. Yep. Chris McCaffrey gets the ball one time. That's not enough. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Oh, wow, a lot of text coming. Uh, Textures, I had. I have the flu. I didn't watch a second of the game, really, but checked my phone to, and saw it was overtime. Assumed Chiefs would win and went to bed. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's kind of – I mean, the second it got to overtime, I, I was 90% on the Chiefs. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, once the game goes to overtime, the better quarterback typically wins. And the, as soon as the 49ers took the ball – I knew the Chiefs would win. Texture was over when the 49ers went up 10 nothing, but fell behind to gyrations and the blue tent. <laughs> yeah. How about Dre, one of their – Dre Greenlaw, by the way. He's uh, just jumping up and down, getting ready to go on the field, and he tears his Achilles. I know. That's like the most flukish injury you've ever seen. There's some concern about those fields. Yeah. Where you, you shift them in and out of the stadium. You know, they're on yeah. a big platter, essentially. Right. I guess they're sand-based. Um, at the base to allow moisture through that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and there's some concern about the footing on those things. I'll be interested because the the Raiders and the Cardinals have the same uh, field that gets yeah you know, where the put last two the, Super Bowls have been played. Well, there you go, and they had the issues last year yeah. as well, right? And so no, I, I think there's when they talk about playing surface and what they're going to be doing going forward. I actually had that on the show sheet weeks ago because they were talking about which surfaces are best for injuries and not, and essentially the surface doesn't matter. Yeah was was what it said but that one i wonder if it's if it's the one that we're going to look back and go we shouldn't have been doing that just put just put field turf inside and be done with it. i think the best way to sum this game up there's an old line that john facenda had you know who john facenda is the old nfl films guy yeah so he had a line on the highlight reel of super bowl 14 when the steelers won their second straight they beat the rams <laughs> okay. his line was great teams aren't always great they're just great when they have to be that was the chiefs they were not great this year they were not great in the game yesterday but they were great when they had to be. Travis Kelsey was great when he had to be. Correct. Mahomes was great when he had to be. And that's why those guys are among the very best ever at their positions. That's why Patrick Mahomes is going to go down as probably, what, worst case now, the second best quarterback of all time? Yeah. Is that what we're talking about with Mahomes at this point? Travis Kelsey maybe the best tight end ever? I mean, it, it was inevitable. As soon as the Chiefs got the ball in overtime, it was inevitable. The 49ers, should, when they messed that up, when they, there, they should have deferred. Is there anything more overrated than a guy like Kelsey getting into it with his head coach and I, everyone yeah. assuming that that's a negative? Yeah, I don't really... I don't understand I, I that at no, all. People are, that's another thing people rip Nance and Romo for is downplaying. I'm like, yeah, it should be downplayed. Yeah, it's I not a big deal. I agree it's not. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. 
I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. I believe every lie that I ever told. You are listening to Rabo and Co. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, yes. Welcome back in. Rabo and Co. On the 24th anniversary of the Vince Carter dunk contest. It's over in that purple Raptors jersey. My God, I love that guy. You know how many times I've used that meme? Oh, it's un- that gif is perfect. It's over. It's perfect, man. Ugh. That's the greatest dunk contest performance of all time, and it's not close. It's way up there. It's way. It's up better there. than any of Michael Jordan's it's performances. Way up I know there. the free throw line dunk is iconic. Sure, but Vince Carter that day—he's a goat, man. That was the best. He's one of the goats for sure. Uh, Zach Cantrell, you hear his voice there at at your boy ZC on Twitter. You can find me at Radio Louie. Get in, hang out. Of course, uh, you can find me in lots of spots. Uh, shameless self promotion. We'll be taping our na- uh, latest episode of Forty Minutes of Pod uh, tomorrow night. That's me, Mark Ennis, Jay Davis, and of course Thursday night horse racing happy hour. You can hear our new show as well. Friday, 6 o'clock here, uh, the Kentucky Racing Spotlight presented by our friends at the Kentucky HBPA. Uh, great opportunity to get caught up on all of those things. Uh, Zach, I will get into in the 11 o'clock hour. I saw a derby starter this weekend, mm-hmm. and that horse was not in a derby prep. Uh, I will explain when we get there. Um, all right, so this is positive radio, right, Zach? We are doing positive radio. All right, so That's what, uh, what we did as far as the uh, – the first segment, I think we were pretty positive. We didn't even mention, by the way, that this is the first time in 20 years that a team went back-to-back. There's so many storylines from the Super Bowl, we didn't even mention the historical nature of this. They went back-to-back, which never happens in the NFL where you're built to go 9-8 and eight every year. In the league of parity, and that this is the worst chief team in the six years Mahomes is the quarterback, and they won the Super Bowl. And that's why we said, well, the rest of the league is... Uh, oh, in a way. They're, they're, they got a problem. Yeah. Because uh, what do you do now? You had you dealt with the Brady dynasty. Now you got the Mahomes dynasty, and it is a dynasty. Three and five makes you a dynasty, especially when you go to four Super Bowls. That's it. That's a dynasty. Andy Reid's on the Mount Rushmore. Um, Mahomes is already on the Mount Rushmore. All right, so let's do this. You know what? You you still want to talk Super Bowl? Uh, this is positive. Right? We're going to talk Super Bowl. Yeah, we are. All right. Let's go through this. There's a really good article I think on ESPN.com. Uh, Dan Graziano, who I mm-hmm. think does a really good job. Yep. Um, national NFL reporter, of course, for ESPN. And he does an article about um, overreactions to last night. Yeah. And I, and I like these kinds of things. It's one of the reasons I do this is because I like to have these shows where we watch a game the night before, we sit down, we talk. You and I can see different things and see the same exact game. I like that about this job. Wait, you don't like doing the uh, way too early top 25 that they always do? I like those too. No, I like those yeah, too. I don't. <laughs> now, you got to remember – a big part of my horse racing life is that I have to try to predict who wins races, right? So I do a lot of that. It's become part of the nature of how I look at sports. But, yes, I, I understand. It's, this is better to do as radio than me trying to predict if Gonzaga is going to be a good basketball team in the fall. I understand. Correct. All right. So, <laughs> by the way, texts are pointing out that Janet Jackson's boob is the greatest halftime ever. If, if you're into boobs, yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? At some point in our lives, we all are. Yeah. All right. So, um his first overreaction Mahomes will end up with more Super Bowl titles than Tom Brady now this to me Zach which by the way he calls not an overreaction okay so he thinks it's something that can happen so he's saying he has to win eight not tie he's saying think about that number eight championships eight you know how many professional athletes have eight championships here's here's why okay Bill Russell yeah one I think that's it pretty sure that's that's the list Okay. Maybe one, maybe a couple of his teammates. 
Yeah, right. But that's it, right? Yeah. Here's here's the thing. Do you know what this reminds me of? It's very different sport. Golf. Oh, Tiger Woods, he's just going to pass Jack Nicklaus. Yeah. We just assume this is so easy to do when we see greatness in front of us. Correct. So it's very easy to just call people bums and push them into the bad pile. It's also very easy when you see a good performance to overreact to that as well. I don't think there's any chance he gets to eight. I, I, and I and I just – and it's not his fault, but the idea that he's – part of this is that Brady won one in his 40s, so Mahomes will too. He won more than one in his 40s. I, I – Assuming health in the, in someone's forties after playing a, two decades of high level football, right. I think is a massive mistake. Yeah, all it takes is one knee injury, one head injury, one anything. Or he turns thirty six and it hurts to get out of bed. Yeah, I mean, I, this isn't so complicated. And Mahomes, Mahomes moves. Brady is a statue, so he knew when to just go down and take the sack and just call it quits. Mahomes moves Mahomes around. Mahomes' legs, by the way, underrated part of last night. Yes. Underrated. The, the you know what's play- funny, actually, is he had to use his legs the same way Purdy had to use his in the NFC Championship. He used his legs twice in overtime. Yes. With the fourth and one, which if they don't get what that, the game's play, over. What a play, dude. Gosh. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, that was such a great play call because whatever the 49er sure. defense did was wrong because he's either going to run for 15 <laughs> yeah. yards or he's going to flip it to Travis Kelsey for 15, and then the next play run, has like a 20-yard run, and they're on their way. By the way, we don't get any angry texts when we read the Trump stuff. Just like, I know, either disappointment or people laugh. <laughs> and those are both the proper sad. proper responses. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. My favorite word that he uses is sad. sad yeah, sad. Uh, we still need that. That is shame. Uh, yeah, sound. Um, Reed will end up with more Super Bowls than Bill Belichick. I think that's incorrect. Yeah, once so Mahomes- does Graziano. Well, Reed is. In his 60s. It's his age that matters yes. here. Yes, correct. If he were about 10 years younger, I would give him a chance. I agree. All right, next one. 49ers made a mistake taking the ball to start overtime. I think we both said yes. I think did. we both said that to that, and he agrees yeah. uh, as well. Spagnolo deserves another shot to be a head coach. His first stint with the Rams was so bad, but there have been a lot of coaches that were not good in their first stint that their second one was much better. So I would. he's another guy who's old, though. If Spagnuolo were 10 years younger, How old it would is be he old. now? Spagnuolo, I think, is in his early 60s. Okay. Late 50s, early okay. 60s. I'll get that. Steve Spag. Born 1959. So Spagnuolo is 64. He is 64. Yeah, that's, that's a little late for another stint. I also just think he's – I think he's actually legitimately comfortable being a D.C. I think so. Like There's I, just some guys that I are think he makes a couple mil a year, and he's good being a D.C., and it is what it is. Yes. And, and, like, three, four years from now, he can just retire. He's good. I, I think that's where he's it's at. It's what people like Norv Turner and Wade Phillips should have realized, that they weren't built to be head Spagnuolo coaches. Spagnuolo didn't have a ton of success in his three-year stint as the St. Louis Rams head coach, but uh, that was more than 12 years ago. And while that ha- uh, wasn't followed either, the 2012 New Orleans Saints, for whom he was a defensive coordinator, Still hold the record for most yards allowed in a season. Yeah, they were bad. Um, that was the Bounty Bowl Saints. But that that whole season was a dumpster. The for year them. that Sean Payton was yeah. suspended the whole season. And yeah, um, Kyle Shanahan will never win the big one. I'm not going there. You know why I'm not going there? Go ahead, Andy Reid. Andy Reid was the guy who couldn't win the big one because he got the five NFC Championship games and got to a Super Bowl, and everybody assumed that he was a coach that was never going to win one. And then he got Patrick Mahomes, and now he's on the Mount Rushmore of coaches. Kyle Shanahan gets a Patrick Mahomes, or he just gets to the big game enough times, eventually he's going to win it. Kyle Shanahan's too good of a coach not to win a Super he's Bowl. He's 44. I know. I mean, that's, that's the really the other part of it, right? I mean, yeah. So, yeah. He's going to win a Super Bowl. 
Texter. Uh, he just needs to win a Super Bowl where he's trailing the entire game and then takes the lead late. Texter, make sure Zach gets medical attention after four hours. I could hear it through the radio. <laughs> Listen, Texter, number one, that's fantastic. Number two, let my man Zach see have the football moment. Football's going away. The only next time I'm talking football with this guy anytime soon is the draft. Yes. And we'll do a ton of draft stuff this year because Zach's on the show, which I have come to. But <laughs> Did I tell you this story about, about uh, me watching a football game and then my wife saying something to me? Have I told you about this yet? I don't think so. Okay, great. I always worry I'm telling the same stories over and over in this job. The, I, I'm watching, gosh, some bum NFL game, and I can't remember now. And my wife walks in. She goes, are you, are you, is it just me or are you watching a lot more football? And I said, let me tell you about a man named Zach Cantrell. And I described your affinity for the NFL. And she was very used to me already watching a lot of college football. I mean, that was just part of doing the radio gig down here. You got to watch a lot of college sports in general, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, and you know this, like, it's just, it's just, yes. for sure. Now, you just like football. Yes. Well, I, mean, I, I don't care about spring football. Get out. I don't need to talk about that. UFL, you mean, kind of thing? Yeah, whatever. Got it. Okay. That's not real. I think you and I, by the way, though, should lean into and, – and, and what I told her was, I said, look, my new producer, who I really like, loves football. So I'm going to play into that in the same way that he sits through horse racing segments. I, I could talk about football better than Zach could talk horses. That's no offense, also true. Of course. Uh, but, you know, if I could do that and get, and get better at it, then we could have a good show. We can be a little more of a football show, and that's totally fine. Oh, come Derby, I'm going to be a horse racing expert. <laughs> I've still got a couple months. I, look – you're going to hang out enough Fridays that it's going to catch up with you. The other thing you can do, by the way, is just – and this is – it's going to sound like a shameless plug, but really you could just do – listen to the first 15 minutes of the Friday show of the Kentucky Racing Spotlight. You're going to hear a, a recap of the Derby Trail every week. Yep. You're going to know all the horses, all the trainers, everything by that. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that would be the easiest way. Cost you 10 minutes of your week. Of course. So that's uh, kind of the thing to do as well. We'll, we'll get into that uh, in the 11 o'clock hour. Shanahan's an interesting part of this, right, where – it's it's what you say is true in general, that Andy Reid had all these moments and had all these chances and it just never worked, and oh, he's never going to win the big one. But he is 44, and it's clear that he is a legitimately great football coach. Yes. Right? He's a great organizer. He's a great leader of people, um, et cetera, et cetera. It is very clear that he's got a very good football mind. Do you know who I equate him to? Is Jeff Brown. A higher level, Jeff Brown. Obviously. I mean, let's be very – but where I just kind of assume both of them will at some point get over the hump. Does that make sense? Where I've seen enough that I trust their acumen and how they lead teams that eventually they're going to get over the hump. I don't have that feeling, What's for example – Jeff Brown's definition of getting over the hump? Because Kyle Making the playoff. Making the playoff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. For Kyle Shanahan now, like we Win did with Super Lamar Bowl. Jackson. Like we did with Lamar Jackson. The MVPs are nice. Everyone in the league now is looking at your, your postseason play. By the way, that's the biggest compliment you can get. Yep. In Shanahan's case, we are complimenting him by saying, are you going to win a Super Bowl? Think about that. They, they won two playoff games this year yeah, just they, to get to this one, and they're in overtime in the Super Bowl, and we're wondering how good of a coach he is. That's how good he is. Which I think is insane. <laughs> you, I think we can criticize. You and I are agreeing on yeah, this. You're we, agreeing on we this. We can criticize his in-game coaching, but also acknowledge he's a hell of a coach. Both things are true. Texter asking about Andy Reid's health. I was thinking about that last His night, too. His health's fine, as far as we know. I know he eats a lot, but... He just waddles, dude. It's... Yeah. I, you know what keeps I him healthy? Patrick stuff. Mahomes. Yeah, no kidding. I'm, I'm with you. 
Maybe uh, Brady Mahomes' appearances as well. Mm. A little healthy. What's wrong, Zach? Didn't like the, uh, the Brady Mahomes? <laughs> like she's all right. She's all right? She's in the Sports Illustrated. So, so the, that's what I'm getting at? Yeah. You think that body's all right? I mean. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we're, move, we're moving on. Good Lord. God bless America. Uh, Texter, if you were Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss Beats, how big of an issue would you have had that uh, with Usher was doing with her? Man, I don't, that's just part of it, isn't it? That's that's just the performance just art, the is it not? Yeah, it's yeah. performance. Yeah. It's nothing. I think it's performance act. If you've got a problem with it, that's a you problem. Or don't be married to someone who's going to be in those kinds of concerts. Also right? I mean, true. Just, yeah, it's just part of the deal. Yeah, um, that's just how it works. Oh, they're doing coach talk across the hall. Nothing going on. Doing what talk? <sighs> Coaches. Oh, gosh. After a win? We're getting to why Kenny Payne's doing the damn thing later. Uh, he's he's helping. Not, even, not even the Super Bowl. Kenny doing... Payne's helping me so much, man. I love that guy. Oh, right he's now. providing oh. great content. Oh. oh, what a goat! Oh, what a dude! Uh, texture. Do these occasional wins for Louisville basketball mean anything? I hope not. Oh, we'll talk. What about do they it. mean for the Cowboys? <laughs> talk about it next. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, we did uh, Super Bowl overreactions and underreactions with uh, with Zach Cantrell. How about that? Uh, we will have Zach's reacts next. Uh, we do that with our friends at Buckler Farms, bucklerfarms.com. Uh, Thank them for hanging out uh, with the show. We will get into UK at some point, uh, but talking uh, Super Bowl uh, so far. Uh, one more football segment that we will do basketball in the 11 o'clock hour here on Rabo and Co. I do have a reaction to a horse uh, that ran this weekend. Is anyone happy in women's basketball? I have a serious question about women's basketball because I, I, I can't. If you looked at women's basketball Twitter, you would assume it's the worst sport on the planet. And I don't understand why the people who tweet about it so much love it because all they do is say negative things about to it. To be fair, Louisville got jobbed yesterday. That's mm-hmm. the one that I will completely be on. I want to talk about that game because when you're up seven points with nine minutes or nine points with seven minutes left and it you're complaining be. about a, how the game ended, you did something very bad that's one in of those, the six minutes before that. That's one of those both are true. Okay. Okay. Louisville should not have been in that position. Boom. But at the same time, the official, that was wrong. I will say this. The official bailed Jeff Walls out of how badly his team played down the stretch. I agree with that. Okay. Because nobody's talking about yep. how badly his team played. I think that's, They're talking about the official. That's what we do a lot of times in sports. We just narrow it down to one thing and that this is the concrete Univariate analysis. It. it will not help you. No. Uh, golf sucks. We'll talk about that. And, um, man, I think... <sighs> So it's not a sport that I I watch, but it's a sport that I follow. I don't know why. I think it's because I, I spent a, uh, some time, you know, in in my youth, especially in Europe. So I follow the Tour de France. I also follow marathoning, sort of peripherally, and a, potentially the greatest marathoner of all time passed away in a car accident this weekend. We'll get into that as well in the eleven o'clock hour uh, because it it really legitimately changes. Um, Anyways, maybe we won't get into it. His name was Kelvin Kiptum. I'm just very sad about it because I, he and Elliot Kuchoges were going to have one of the great runoffs in Olympic history. We're not going to get that now. We'll leave it there. Uh, more Super Bowl talk. We do it next here. ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers.
Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Hi, yes. Welcome back in. The team players of the year here at ESPN 680. Zach Cantrell, Louis Rabot, hanging out with you. ESPN 680-1057. Got you till noon. Bobby V after us. Of course, roundtable, 3 o'clock here on ESPN 680-1057. We'll keep you local 7 to 6 and help you get through your work, way, uh, work week uh, that way. Uh, wrapping up the football conversation here. Uh, but first, Zach has a reaction, and we go to that now. It's time for Zach's Reacts on Raboin Co. Yeah, I mean, my we've basically been doing 40 minutes of Zach's You're Reacts. Good. But You're good. We're doing another one, and that is, <laughs> look, we can't underrate how great Patrick Mahomes is already. Three t- MVPs in the, his first seven years. That is the first time any NFL, NBA, or NHL player oh, has ever done it. Now, job. Bill Russell's won more championships in his first seven years because he won six titles in his first seven years. <laughs> but that's in basketball, and that's never going to happen again. Bill Russell was on the greatest dynasty in the history of professional sports. The Chiefs are absolutely a dynasty. And look, Patrick Mahomes, he's already tied Tom Brady for most career touchdown passes, go-ahead touchdown passes in the fourth quarter or overtime in a career already. His first six years are unequivocally the best six years that any football player has ever had. It's not particularly close. He's on pace to set every record in the book, and we can't – I don't want people to get jaded. I don't want people to – feel the same way about the Chiefs that they felt about the Patriots toward the end of that run where the storyline just got boring. And I think having Brady before him is going to help with that because once Brady beat the, the Falcons, once 28-3 happened, the story was over with Brady. The, the sixth Super Bowl they won was boring because nobody really cared anymore. I don't think that's going to happen with the Chiefs. They're still, to me, a likable team. Travis Kelsey, I know people have their various opinions on that. I think Travis Kelsey's fine. I think Mahomes is a likable guy. Andy Reid is obviously a likable guy. He's got a lot of nuggies that he's going to eat after winning that Super Bowl. I still like Patrick Mahomes. Is, the only thing he doesn't do well is commercials. He's more Tom Brady on the field, but he's not Peyton Manning off the field. But I don't. I want people to appreciate what we're watching right now. We're watching greatness, and that's why I want people to appreciate yesterday, the longest Super Bowl of all time. Mm. It's only the second overtime Super Bowl that has ever been played. This stuff doesn't happen. There you go. This, this dynasty stuff doesn't happen. Winning back-to-back Super Bowls doesn't happen. And yet they did it with what we talked about is probably the worst Chiefs team of the six years that he's been there. It's This is a franchise that before Patrick Holmes showed up, they went 25 years without winning a home playoff game. 25 years. my genera- From 93 up until 2018, basically my entire life up until then, never saw the Chiefs win a home playoff game. And now it's become second nature. Nobody thinks about it anymore. And that's how quickly this thing can turn. And that gives hope to Lions fans, Vikings fans, Jets fans, Browns fans, all the the fans that consider themselves tortured. Chiefs fans thought they were tortured. I mean, I went to a Second City skit back in 2015. You know what Second City is? Of course. Up in Chicago? Yep. So they did a skit about a 
a football player getting interviewed after the game is like all these dumb questions and everything. And one was, why does God hate the Kansas City Chiefs? And he's standing there with the microphone, like laughing the entire time. Clearly God does not hate the Kansas City Chiefs anymore. I'd like to see who they've updated that skit with now. But that's that was the thought process right. just six years ago. And now they're the dynasty of the sport. They're the most watched team in the sport. It's greatness. Appreciate it while we've got it. Well, there you go. I I try to do that on this show as well. I've, I think I've done it in sports that aren't football uh, with tennis and different things of, of getting to watch guys in their, in their absolute prime. I'm here's where I'll disagree with one of part of that okay. is I assumed for a while, at least that the warriors were like this. Oh, it's Steph Curry and it's clay Thompson and they're, and they are, you know, they're, they're, they're bombing from outside and how fun is this? And people started to not like them. Well, I think there was a distinct reason why. Just Draymond? No. Oh, okay. Durant going there. That's what turned it. You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because that was the super team move that made the rest of the league basically uncompetitive. I think they were likable, and then Durant showed up, and then there was no competition for a couple of years. I think that's what turned And then Draymond, people turned on him. Okay. But I, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I'm a Cav fan, so I watched them play the Warriors in the finals for four straight years. Right. And losing three of them is not fun. No, it's not. Even though the one that the Cavs won is far more memorable than the three that the Warriors won I combined. I agree. Yeah. I, I will be interested to see a texture, by the way, right away. I can appreciate greatness and hate it at the same time. <laughs> I was going to say, I think people are going to. What's hateable about the Chiefs? Oh, plenty of stuff. They win. And it's not that's your it. team. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, pl- that's plenty, dude. That's fair. that's plenty. <laughs> yeah, but with like the Patriots, there was the cheating allegations, and there was all that kind of stuff. I mean, in your mind, in your mind, off. the argument you just made, everyone should love Ohio State. I don't disagree with that, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not gonna, right? Of I course mean, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, but I. Oh like, no! Now this moment, this moment is the most overrated moment. It's totally overrated. I Andy Reid didn't care that Travis Kelsey yeah. bumped him. Come on, he didn't even react. No. It's called competitive sports. Yeah, you just pushed him to the side. A teammate grabbed him, pulled him away. It's how it works. That's exactly right. So overrated. Would you rather him just be milk toast and say nothing? I mean, Reed literally like looked at him for less than a second and a half. Yeah. I mean, less than a second and a half. Didn't even think about it. I, <laughs> I forgot it was in the second quarter. Yeah. Had he fallen like uh oh God. Oh. Who was the coach, the base coach that ran out after Pedro Martinez? Don, Don Zimmer. Zimmer. If he had Don Zimmered him, I think I'd have a different reaction. Yeah, when but- <laughs> Pedro just shoved him to the ground. Top five baseball moment ever. What's 72-year-old Don Zimmer doing running after Pedro? <laughs> just screams out of the dugout straight at Pedro. Pedro's like, what? what, what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Pedro could have like punched him or something. He just kind of grabbed him by the head and threw him down. Like, Legitimately, it- and I'm not exaggerating, Pedro could have killed him. Yeah. I, you're in your 70s, you're you that out of way. shape, and you're yeah. running at somebody, you get hit in the face hard enough, Yeah, that's the end of that, man. I, frankly, I know people are mad at Pedro over that. I think he did him a favor. Oh, he absolutely did him I a think favor. He did him a favor. Yeah, he was nice. I agree. Had he done that to Andy Reid last night, I'd have a different conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's so overrated, though. Man, oh, man. Do you even know who caught the winning touchdown yesterday? Taxter, what's hateable about the Chiefs? The Mahomes family, Taylor Swift, Jason, Travis Kelsey, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander is a very funny part of that text. That Jason you don't, Alexander? That's a J, Jason Anderson joke. Oh. That uh, we all have to I was going to say, George Costanza doesn't have anything to do with the Chiefs. That's the funny part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taxter, how do I explain who Ice Spice is to my 76-year-old mother? 
Yeah, really. <laughs> you didn't have that on your bingo card yesterday? How do I explain ice <laughs> spice to my mom? I don't know how to explain <sighs> ice spice to my fellow 30-year-olds. How do I explain ice spice to my mom? Oh, man. That's the good stuff. It really is. How did you... Uh, I, I mean, so... You you thought Romo was good yesterday. I did. Okay. I'm a little surprised by that. I just, it's one of those people are entrenched in their thoughts as far as they either love Romo or they don't. And I just, I, I don't have the energy to hate broadcasters unless they're just so annoying that I want to mute my television, which is very rarely. Like, do people, are there people that really think Kirk Herbstreit is great and Tony Romo's not? Like, oh, Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think Herb Street is great. Okay. I was going to say, it. It, to me, it's not even close. Romo's okay. miles better. Oh, okay. All right. Is Romo better than Greg Olson right now? Because no. Olson's about to get bumped yeah. for Brady. For no reason. Who we frankly don't know if he's going to be good or not. Yeah. I, I think Brady will be. I think good. he'll be fine. For yes. sure. I think he'll be fine. Greg Olson should be a number one guy somewhere. Texture. Louis talking about Zimmer reminds me of Gillis talking about Biden being the first president that could be punch assassinated. That is a good bit. That's good. Yeah. Good bit. Did Don Zimmer walk around? As soon as he's done, does he look like a Roomba? Poor Don Zimmer. <laughs> Going after people. Did you think Alicia Keys looked good last night? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I am a man, right? No, nah, hey. actually, I got 10 years to go. <laughs> he did. Come after me. By the way, roller skating during the halftime show, a baller move that I cannot describe. Cannot describe how baller of that move is. Cannot do it. What'd Unbelievable. What would you think? Of, so he go, goes shirtless, and then he's riding, he's rollerblading two minutes later. Darn right. Get you someone who can do both. <laughs> I decided to do a FOIA request for a women's basketball game. Really? At U at L, and I got the response. Yeah? Because I wanted to know if people are showing up for those games or if they're showing up for the men's games. And this okay. one's going to be fun. If you had to guess, Notre Dame game. Yeah, which is how many two people? ranked teams. Oh, it's that's big a game. Frankly, in that, in that universe, yes, that is a big game. Sure. Let me, uh, let me go back to my, t- my personal tweets here to make sure I get the number right. 5,800, is that right? Oh, we didn't even Last get the game. guess? No, 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 5,800 for the last men's game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 58-12 was UMBC. Bellarmine was 64-47. Uh, New Mexico State was 4,400. NC State was 6,500. Florida State was 59-53. So that was very close to texture is Zach a day walker. Man, it's a good text. That's what we're doing for FOIA requests now. I'm 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 a, I'm at home sick. It'll, it's eleven in the morning. I need chicken noodle soup. I'm staying home from school. Dude, I I will. Uh, so this is how I know you and I are from different generations. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to make an assumption about your life. Okay. So when you went to kindergarten, you went for the whole day. Yeah. Okay. I went for half the day. Because back in the day, you only went half day kindergarten. How about that? Okay. So I was from that generation. I watched Prices Right every day before going to kindergarten every piece of information i had about women came from the prices right there you go how about that um did you ever get to master the prices you ever, <laughs> were you that good 
<laughs> I hope I didn't step on that. Um, I don't know about that. I was like five. Yeah, there you yeah. go. You were paying more attention to the models. I was figuring out things today. Yeah. Um, Texture is Usher shirtless today. Is not Utler. Usher shirtless 15 years ago. Father time came for those abs. He'd be nice. I would crush. Man, I would crush to look like Usher. I was going to say, say what you want. Jeez, oh, Pete. Oh, man. Uh, Texture, have you seen Maya lately? How about that? Looks exactly the same as 25 years ago. Hmm? Check that out. The Daywalker text. That would crush me. Um, 6,377. So the women's team is, uh, is, is outdrawing the men at this point. Yeah. So there you go. That's what you need to know. It's funny how that works when you know you win. I don't know. It was a competent team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Winning does a lot of things. So I thought I would I, I would grab that because I was hearing so much about how everything, how great everything was, and how you know, blah blah blah. Like, We're gonna. How many people are at this game? We're gonna do this obviously later in the week. But your guess did last night break the Super Bowl record, the viewing record? Oh no question. Hundred fifteen million people last year. One 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 five. Yeah, that was the number last. Oh, year. Oh, it went way over that. I'm saying one twenty at least. I, I want to know what it was in overtime. I think it's like 140, 150 million people. I would not be surprised if literally half the country watched during overtime. That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good I question. I want to know peak viewership because I think I forget what it was for the Patriots and Falcons, but the peak viewership was the peak viewership record in television history. Wasn't Tec- the highest rated game ever. Right. Texter, uh, half day of kindergarten in 95, but I was an AM kid. Yeah, my mom was not getting up. <laughs> That's what that was. My, my mom is not an early riser, so that's how that uh, happened there. Uh, Texter, there was a caller to the U uh, of L post game show that was mad about me uh, filing FOIAs for attendance all the time and thinks those numbers aren't true because he goes to the games. Oh, uh, I know exactly who that caller is. Uh, God bless him. Um, uh, to quote Drew Deamer, Diener, uh, Louis, that's a Freedom of Information Act. You are free to ask for that information. Yes, I am. That's true. Um, and the good people, uh, my girl Jennifer. Uh, whoever she is, uh, my lady over at uh, U of L, she takes care of me on those uh, as well. All right, time to talk basketball. Uh, we'll do that in the eleven o'clock hour. Want to thank our friends over at Buckler Farms, BucklerFarms dot com for hanging out with Zach's reacts. Uh, look, people, if you they have a lot of very good things, but if you love breakfast meats, sausage, bacon, etc., cannot beat the Buckler Farms, BucklerFarms uh, dot com. Uh, Texture: My father in law guessed U of L and D was twelve thousand five hundred. Uh, it was six thousand three hundred. All right, uh, on the other end, uh, Kenny Payne doing the damn thing. John Calipari, not so much. Do it, uh, talk about it now.